Welcome to Reality and Checks Mix. Uh, Dave, I'm sitting here with my friend Laura. Uh, we're doing part three of uh, <clears throat> Laura telling us about her divorce, which uh, in the first and second episode we learned uh, about a lot about you. Um, first of all, welcome back, Laura. Hello, thank you. Um, <clears throat> we will recap the first and second episode. Do you want to recap it or do you want me to try? could say that uh, the, you got married in a helicopter, things were going great, guy was a uh, G.I. Joe kind of guy, liked to be in the army, wanted to be a Marine, kind of made decisions without telling you about them, boom, he's in there, then he's in Guantanamo Bay, then he's got a girlfriend. Am I doing it out of order? Um, well, we also... Got married, had a baby. Then. Got married, had a baby, yeah. <laughs> and then... Full family. Forced All you into that. a house. I was like, let's get a house. Mm -hmm. like, and then he's like, no, we got this house. P.S. I'm going into the army and I'm leaving. Then it was like, I'm going to be a Marine. Then he kind of heard the government looking for him. Then he served you with papers on Thanksgiving for a divorce. Yeah. We left, you left out a lot about the, uh, the government spy business, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is just a quick recap. Most people have heard one and two. I don't think anything anyone would just jump into three. If you have and you're out there and you just jumped into three, what the hell's wrong with you? Go back and listen to one and two. God damn it. But um, so yeah, going back to it, he it, the second episode pretty much let's just super fast forward ends with you saying, and then he went to South America. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm I'm left here wondering because we haven't spoken about it. You haven't let this go. You haven't told me. I I've, I've asked you not to tell me, and now I want to know. He leaves in March and just goes to South America. Yeah. Well, after I kicked him out, he actually, well, right before, like, just to back up a little bit, right before he um, left, he was staying in a hotel nearby just for, like, a couple of days. I guess, I don't know if he maybe didn't think I was, like, totally serious type of thing, but he was staying nearby. And then he tells me he's needs a vacation. He's going to South America. Right. Um. I got to air out all this shit that's been going on. <laughs> Had it worked since August. It's now March. So that's what? Six months? Mm. Seven months? Something like that? Eight months? I don't know. In my head, I just went from August to November. Like it was the next month. August. I was like, August, November? <laughs> no. What? August to March. Hadn't worked, but he needs a vacation. Right. And I was the one working this whole time and mm. dealing with all this craziness. Um. So I, I, I really don't even care like what he's doing. But then it occurs to me that because we had just taken out money out of his um, pension right. thing. Like 10K or something. Yeah. And then he uh, did I talk about this last one, how he bit. took the money right we, before we, he's we, leaving we, for South America. He took he takes this money that we were going to use to pay off a, the bills, a credit card, bills, credit right? card. And I get him to transfer me half. And then that was it. Then he's gone. <laughs> off to the races. <laughs> Um, so I didn't hear from him too frequently in while he was gone. I think maybe, I mean, not, I mean, he wasn't calling me constantly type of thing. Maybe like I hear from him every few days type of thing. He was calling me from there, talking to me kind of like normal, making it like we're going to make this work type thing when he gets home. I'm telling him no, like it's, it's not going to work. 
And in fact, I told him, like, I am filing for divorce. It's happening. It's definitely happening. It's You weren't even going to wait till a holiday and try and spring it on him. <laughs> Just out of vengeance. Just be like, I mean, what holiday is next? What is it? You said it's March? <laughs> well, I'll get there. I might have had something up oh, my sleeve. Oh, sweet. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Do tell. I might have had a date up my sleeve. <laughs> it's Arbor Day, isn't it? <laughs> So it's, the so it's the beginning of March at this point. As soon as he left, I go like I go to the contact the lawyer, tell her to because I already had my contested divorce um, like already made out beforehand mm-hmm. because he originally filed for divorce. So I already made my like contested, Your paperwork was already but I just set. never filed it. But it was already like all written up. So she just I had her switch it around to a switcheroo mm-hmm. to like she's filing it versus contesting it because he had ended he had canceled his the month before finally right so now it was me initiating it. Um, I had her. Are there legal fees already from the last time he filed shit? Well, he paid for them, not me. Okay, but no, well, I already had paid for the lawyer though to begin with. Like mm-hmm. I had to pay for the lawyer to these these lawyers. You know, you gotta they won't they won't send you back an email unless like they get their. Like retainer? Yeah, you have to you have to send the retainer. That's it. Like we're not continuing unless we see the money in the bank wire transferred. <laughs> and then we'll know you exist once we have your cash. So you save the money. So <laughs> that's crazy. That's a sticky business. Mm, I should have been a lawyer. Right. I always say that. I think I would be good at it too. I would not. It involves <laughs> a lot of reading and dedication, and I'm just not in the mood to do that this mm. lifetime. Maybe another lifetime. When I was young and I didn't know what law involved, like no matter what you were practicing, um, <laughs> I had this thing where I was like, I'm talking like nine or ten, okay, before you laugh at me. I would used to think like I would have this loft in the village that had one of those um, elevator doors that you pull a thing mm. and it closes like half and half. And nice. I would And I would be an environmental law lawyer. Interesting. That was an that interesting was like, life you were planning on leading. That was my thing that I thought I was going to do. When I was like at age, I was thinking I was going to be a dermatologist. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I wish. I know we're getting really off track, but I totally <laughs> that I thought about that when I was a kid, too. But yeah, so anyway. Um. Yeah. Um. The lawyers. Oh, yeah. So- uh, You serve him. Well, no, no. So no. I, um, I was very torn on how I was going to file. Okay. Because you can file just irreconcilable differences, which means nothing. Mm-hmm. Anybody can say like, oh, we just stopped getting along, which is a no fault divorce. It didn't always exist in New York and New Jersey, but it does now, like for our, however many years, not that many. Irreconcilable like, differences? Yeah, yeah. Before it had to be a reason. Like Probably somebody because was, it's fucking annoying to say. <laughs> I hate saying it. There was that movie. Irreconcilable. Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> Fuck that. Sileable. Um, did I say it wrong? We both did. Um, yeah, so now one could just say that and that's it. It used to be okay. back in the day where it had to be a reason. There had to be fault. You know, uh, but there is fault. But you don't have to do it. You could just get away with not putting it. Whereas they used to make you put a reason. Mm. So I had that decision to make, which was kind of like tough for me because he's someone that's always like worked in, you know, government, military, police, all that. So... This type of thing is public record. After it's all said and done, anybody could actually look up these files. So you I was like kind of torn put about that it. That scarlet letter on his ass, yo. Does that make sense? Yeah. So 
the lawyer wanted to go hard. Oh shit. <laughs> like, we go hard on earth. Um and what did you want what did you want to file? He or she, the lawyer. Female. Okay. What I she specifically wants to... got a female. Oh this. yeah. Nice. Yes. Okay. I said I wanted a female pit bull. I mm-hmm. asked around. Nice. Okay. <laughs> like I want one that gnaws on the balls. <laughs> but um okay, so what did she want to do when she wants to go hard? She she was concerned about the fact that what if in his state of mind, mind you, because she knows the whole story about his state of mind, how he's not mentally stable. Mm-hmm. She's like, what if he tries to like take the kids? She's like, because usually judges will always give custody to the kids. They want judges want fathers to have custody of the kids. Like 50 50 is like this judges like push for that these days. Hmm. And I didn't feel that he was like stable enough to care for them. I don't feel that way. And his living situation is not stable. And um, it's just not a good situation at all. But if things, things could have turned out that way. And I was really worried about the kids. Right. So due to that, I ended up filing um, for extreme cruelty. Makes sense. And I listed everything, actually, for the most part. Uh, I listed about like eight eight clauses underneath the extreme cruelty. I went into all of it. Good for you. And, and then also at that same time, too, I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I never, never throughout the entire time, I since day one when I met him, I've never told him a lie. I have never betrayed him. I was a good wife to him. I was like all you could ask. I was never, you know, unfaithful or not loyal. Like he was like my world, you know, and then he just like wrecked my life. And I was like, if this is the one thing that I can do to him, then I'm just doing this. I mean, did you, when you first put it on paper and you're like looking at those eight clauses or whatever, did that weigh on you? Like... Reading it? Yeah. Reading it is crazy, yeah. Yeah, you like start to really see that like you're going through all this stuff and, and I mean and in my head when you're like saying it, I'm think picturing the lawyer like sitting there with popcorn, like ka ching, ka ching. But on the other hand, it's like when you see it on paper and it's you, like that's why I say you're telling the story, it's incredibly brave and I and I appreciate you being so honest. But you see that paper and you're like, fuck. And that's got to hurt. Like you, I could tell that you care about him. You don't want to do that to the father of your children, but it's got to be a sense of relief too, right? Like that you're like going to kind of get out from this. Yeah. I thought putting it on paper also would finally make him realize, cause he's not like of the understanding that he's really done anything that wrong to me. Like I, you know what I mean? It's that's just gotta, it's yeah. like, doesn't register or something. That sucks. Yeah. And I felt like putting it on paper was like he could like read it in black and white. Right. And I just felt like it was like the one thing I could. I know it sounds like vindictive, but it, honestly, the number one reason was because of the what could happen with the kids. And then the second reason was like, you know what? This is the one thing I could do to like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't think anything. <laughs> I think that anybody. I think that's behavior that I think any most people would do. And rightfully so, because yeah, get that fuck you in. 
if I can give an opinion. But but so, I'm not trying. But like I'm not trying to destroy his like livelihood. No, no, you're you know just what I mean? But that's what I first. felt like it was doing. Oh yeah, yeah. So you, that in a way on you. Well, I don't know if it would or wouldn't, but in this type of work, you get background investigations, all this type of stuff. They they pull up they pull up these type of things. Mm-hmm. I may even get questioned. But do you think that maybe he should not have a job like that? I hear you. And, and that's another you're thing. Saving the world <laughs> from this? I hear you. Do you know? I think you're kind of doing your civic duty. Put a flag behind you. Put one on your lapel. You know? You're doing the right thing. I don't think you should feel bad about that at all. I think that uh, you mm. definitely did the right thing. It's for the best. And it sounds like, you know, if it's a case where he legitimately needs some help or whatever, he's not fit. And you got to put that on paper. So then I so then I filed it like that. Um, it's the beginning of March. He's still there. He's calling me from there, you know, wanting to get back together, everything. I'm telling him, you know, not, not going to happen. You he's, know, he, he's calling you from South America? Yeah. He was calling me from South America. <laughs> I just, I don't know why I picture, and I'm, I'm from South, I'm Peruvian. Yeah. So this racist thing is not really racist, but I'm picturing him like, like in Mexico with like a mariachi <laughs> band behind him at a payphone, like trying to tell you about how good of a time he's having. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. It wasn't that kind of call. It was kind of calls at all. No, actually. it was more serious <laughs> yes. than him like in a fucking shirt with like a flamingo and like leaves. <laughs> Well, it's like, and it's like, what do you mean I can't see the kids next week? <laughs> Sorry, it's just where my brain. Oh god, no, that's funny. So he's calling you from South America. Yeah, uh, making like we're gonna make it work, type of stuff. Um, I, I tell him no, you know, not happening. Ship has. I'm sailed. not. I'm not. You know, entertaining this at all. Okay. He gets home. He gets home right at the end of March. And and I was concerned, though, too. Like, how is he going to get served these divorce papers? He's not even in the country. This poses a problem for me now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he may never come back. Um, So I was concerned about that. That was an issue. And then I was going to have to, like, then it was going to be a whole nother thing, to get, thing. To, to get divorced with someone that's, like, left the country. It's a whole nother, you know. But it sounded like he was coming home. I just didn't know when. So the I th- so the lawyer. So then I think I had an idea of like around the time he was coming home. I think he had mentioned to me like he was coming back a certain date or something like that I mentioned to the lawyer. So sure enough, he gets home. And well, I think she, actually she didn't even have it served. She just sent it via certified mail. So he picked up his mail when he got home. So that's how you get served. You can actually serve someone that way. And which was the day before his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not a holiday, but fucking touche. Good for you. And you knew it would hit the day before his birthday or did it just happen to be lucky that way? Around the, I knew it would be around the time frame. Did you write happy birthday? <laughs> I didn't know because I wasn't exactly sure when he'd pick it up or exactly sure when he was coming home, but I knew it was like around that last week. So he... Uh, must have picked it up maybe the day before his birthday. And he actually called me when he got these. Because I didn't know how his reaction was going to be when he read these papers. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually very calm. And said that. 
he said that he couldn't believe that I wrote. He couldn't believe that I wrote such things and that. And I was like, what? I didn't lie about anything. Is there anything written in there? That's a lie. And he said, no. And, uh, he's like, I just want you to know that I'm always going to love you, but I can't talk to you right now. And he was just like a very calm. Trying to flip the switch. It was like this very calm thing. And I was just like, okay, then. Kind of how divorce works. Have a good night. (laughs) It wasn't like some crazy reaction or anything. And then he just, I don't know. Next day was kind of like fine. Still kind of talking to me like normal. It was. I guess it was like <laughs> he was like, I don't want to talk to you for a little while. Me, I don't know. Called it you the, the next, next day. day, but like we, we were talking again recent, like soon after that. Mm-hmm. I guess it was like hitting him. He was not living here or anything. He came back from South America. Was then staying um, with his mom. Then at that point, I don't think he was staying at a hotel nearby here. I don't. Re- I don't recall. Probably because he like blew all this money in South America. It's like, how long can you stay in hotels? I'm forgetting. Does he have a job at this point? No. Not at all, right? No. No prospects. He quit the job right before Christmas, remember? And he, I don't know, he did some things here and there. Like, he, he started a couple jobs here and there, but just didn't end up liking them. But there were like some stupid shit I told him not to even bother taking anyway. I mean, he tried to actually get his, I believe he tried to get his government job back, but they weren't really having it. It seemed like they were kind of. Thank you, government. <laughs> well done. That's our government always looking out for us. And uh, yeah, so then. So this point now it's yeah that was that was the month of March with him being away in South America him getting served the divorce papers, and I even and actually I even had him over for his birthday because I'm a nice person and I did that to like show the kids like oh we celebrate people's birthdays you know do something nice I mean I was still like acting nice we were acting nice to each other at this point, and then with the next few months you know it's going along the divorce process he decides not to contest it. He doesn't, he like fires his lawyer basically because he had a lawyer on retainer already because he, he was, was already, do his thing. yeah, he gets, he told me he got the money back from the lawyer and he is just not going to fight it and he's going to go along with whatever I put on the paperwork. And when someone doesn't contest the divorce, basically they get, you win, whatever. I mean, you can like go there and fight it yourself. No lawyer, but it doesn't really work out that well mm-hmm. typically <laughs> <laughs> no i was kidding now nah, go home so yeah for the next few yeah next few months it's just kind of like the process of it i mean divorces can take like a really long time like really? even years i filed in the beginning of march and i already had a court date for july to be settled because he wasn't contesting it so apparently what takes so long is the uh all the uh like the fighting back and forth because a lot of times people fight over things but he wasn't fighting anything i put so it made it all just very smooth in fact i even had to postpone it from july to august because i didn't have all my paperwork prep because i'm like a (laughs) procrastinator (laughs) so i I already gave you eight articles damn i was like so then it got delayed like another three weeks and i was like damn it and i was like so typical laura (laughs) do your homework laura (laughs) do it tomorrow so um 
And he was coming over to see the kids. He was being okay, just like accepting of a type of thing. He would still come over, though, and try to convince me to cancel it and make it work every now and then. Like, he'd always bring it up. Uh, my answer was always the same. You have to, uh, it's funny, the court, so the court makes you go to this class when you're getting divorced if there's kids involved. That, I've told you about this. No, no, um, no, I have friends. Go that, ahead. Um, that, you know, you meet with like a social worker and everything and then a judge comes in and it's a, and it's like this few hours and they talk about, oh, it's like, or all day or it's something, I don't know. It's, um, they talk to you about like the best ways to handle like kids in a divorce. Like what's the best ways to handle things going forward. And apparently the judge wants to make sure like parents go, they think it's really important for your case. And if you don't go, it actually looks bad. So it's kind of like require required. And they only, so they do it twice a month. And like, so I, cause I missed the first one. I had it rescheduled or something. I had a meeting that day. So they do it twice a month. And I get there and I'm like waiting in this like long line. And this is just for Monmouth County. Jeez. This is just for Monmouth County. And they do it twice a month. The room was like, was, first of all, they got you stuffed down and like where like the jurors go, like down in the basement. Like, <laughs> if you've ever done jury parents duty. Or have. <laughs> down in the basement where there's like no cell service or anything. And the room is like packed and like everyone's sitting there. Like looking around at each other, like you know, you got the TVs on playing Press Your Luck or <laughs> Card Sharks, and you're like, "What TV?" No, but you're is looking this? around at everyone, like everyone in this room is going through a divorce. Yeah. How and many people? How many people was it? In I yours? thought the room was fucking packed, right? The judge comes and so for the social worker comes out and talks, and actually, I, I thought what was the number? How many people were there? Yeah, maybe like sixty. Wow, that's yeah. fucking. I consider that packed. I thought it was pretty packed. The room was pretty filled. Right. And. The social worker talks to us first, and then the, when the judge comes in, uh, and the judge is so fancy too, and like her heels and the and the you know the judges. <laughs> I like that your story has it's very uh, very now like you have a you went after a pit bull you had a pit bull chick lawyer chick sorry <laughs> uh, pig pit bull woman lawyer and you got a woman judge woman, yeah this is the sign of the times you the, the the husband did not contest this is like the opposite of the fifties. Yeah. You just you, good I've for you. I've been feeling like that more than ever lately. Good for you. That's a whole nother subject. Yeah. <laughs> um so sixty people. Judge walks in all the Judge fancy. walks in and she's like, Oh wow, light day today. And I was like light. she was dead serious. I was like, She's fucking kidding me. They do this class twice a month. She's just a light day. So we're averaging like two hundred people a month in the county are like getting divorced. That's so sad. <laughs> Right? But a good place to find someone who's on the same boat as you. I was checking people out. Boom. So seeing the situation. <laughs> <laughs> How do we mend this? I was curious to see us other, you know. You got any study buddies in this room? Yeah. I want to see who else was damaged in there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> What's your story? <laughs> yeah, so you go there. There's all these fucking pamphlets on the table, right? Oh, Lord. Yeah. The topics. I mean, it's it's a lot. Give me a few. I don't know. It's just like parenting time and, you know, just uh, 
introducing like new stepmom to child type of thing because like you have to they assume, assume the dad's gonna get the chick first well whatever be the case a lot of the situations <laughs> yeah there's probably another person already involved and that's why the person's getting divorced so it's like boom topic on that like how to introduce the child to the new stepmom <laughs> damn do they make rules like it's got to be six months before you can this or... i probably have a bunch of these pamphlets like you can check out nice. Um, I mean, I grabbed a bunch because everybody was. The ones that didn't pertain to me, though, like, I I don't know. The ones that's, like, how to introduce your gay lover to you or something. Yeah, I was going to be like, <laughs> daddy's going to tell me a secret about Brian. <laughs> I really like um, Brian. But I have to say, I did think it was actually really informative. And I thought it was, I thought that it was beneficiary for anyone to go to that because i walked out of that class feeling like good about the whole thing like i can do this like we could be amicable and like we can make this work that he sees them and i see them and like we're just not together anymore but we could still be like normal people and like we can do this like i walked out of there feeling like good about this nice so i I actually felt glad that i went i even told him about it because he was supposed to go too but since he wasn't contesting it or anything like he didn't really didn't matter what he did he's like i'm not doing homework (laughs) I contested shit. Even though it wasn't required of him, I even told him that I think it would be really good for you to go. Right. I thought it was really interesting and I felt good about it because we weren't supposed to go to the same day anyway. Then I never like assign you the same date. I was going to say, that was my next question. <laughs> Did they send you to class? Uh, excuse me. Before we get started, uh, you're the teacher. Uh, teach. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> Just so anybody in here wants to know, look around the room, look around the room. This guy right here. Asshole. Talk to me later when we're doing smoking cigarettes at a recess. Right? You feel, I pit, you, you're picturing it like an AA meeting now. Right? I'm picturing it like prison. <laughs> like you're looking around the room. Everybody's looking around the room. Everyone. It's like everyone had shame in there, for God's sakes. Everyone's kind of got that AA sulk rubbing their thighs. No, but, I, but for me, I was like, it was summer. I had on the outfit. Like, I was like, I'm <laughs> going like, out Why are we in this basement? <laughs> Let's go do this outside. Who's in? <laughs> Bring those pamphlets. I think I went shopping after and then had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good spin. That's a good positive attitude. But I walked out of there. No, honestly, I did walk out of there feeling good. Like I could do this. We could be, you know, co-parenting type of thing. Even though, see, my divorce was, um, I was asking for 100% sole um legal and residential custody which they never do they always usually give like some portion of custody to both parents even if even if the guy like beats the wife like they will still give that dude custody Hmm. dead serious as long as he didn't hurt the kids right like they really never like decline dads to have any portion because especially legal custody because they do feel like the father should have like legal rights let's say something was like medically wrong yeah, major life decisions stuff like stuff like that yeah maybe not the physical custody but usually they always divide up the legal custody so my my divorce was asking for like sole everything which i didn't even think it was gonna like, grant. take these kids but and my, move away if i want to i can do whatever i want pretty much go. i guess um, I mean, I guess he could take me to court and fight me if he was ever not happy with any decision I make. Can he? Yeah, he could. It's not like you he snooze, could. you lose? He could. That sucks. Then you gotta spend more time in court. You're gonna win. Yeah. It's a waste. Well, I'll get to that. Um, 
so I, but I didn't think I was going to win that anyway. Cause I didn't think the judge was going to go for that. And then you already know, like you, when you get, you get like assigned a judge actually like immediately. Mm-hmm. So she had said it was like some like old retired guy that just like happened to be coming back for summer. Cause she says, Oh, sometimes they bring back the retired judges like type of thing. And she's like, I don't know this one. Like, and she's like, so I don't know what that means. He might be old that school. Sounds terrible. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Imagine then? they said that to you if you were in the hospital. <laughs> Like, fuck that. You don't want some crotchety old retired judge. Yeah, but like, it doesn't mean he was like, you know. Or maybe he's more lenient now. I don't know what it meant. Nobody knew. So we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> because usually, like, you know, the lawyer knows the judge. Like, yeah. oh, I know this judge. Like, no, she's like, oh, I don't know this one. <laughs> she's just like, okay, roll the dice right that now. day. <laughs> Here we go. You got a pit bull for a reason, baby. Here we go. <laughs> so the judge comes out. This is not oh. fancy pants. This is a new judge. Oh no, no, but no, back to my story. I was just I was just um I got off topic. Oh. Um of like the summer from so I go to the course and everything. So the divorce is around the corner. We you know, he's not contesting it. The day even like even like the week of the like the court date, he's still trying to convince me to cancel it. <laughs> you know, not happening. And then he told me, so then he tells me a few days before he's not going to court. He's not even going to show up. There's no reason to, whatever, because he's not contesting it. And I'm like, all right, like, sweet. And I tell my lawyer that, and she's like, great. Like, this will fly by then. Like, sure enough, I'm, like, driving there that day, and uh, he's there. He contacts me and says, like, what's the address again in the court? I'm coming, type of thing. And I was like, no. See, I was already picturing him in there and like, it's like the courtroom scene in the, like the movies or TV and you guys are across from each other and he looks at you and he's like, last chance. <laughs> <laughs> last chance, Laura. I feel like his face might have said that. <laughs> Come on. So then I'm like so pissed. We get there. So when you get divorced, you're in a whole room of other people getting divorced. So I had like a fucking audience. Okay, you're sitting Fuck. there with like, there's like 10 other couples getting divorced that same day. I get called up first. Oh, man. I would see that you just took away my ex. I was like, but you at least got to hang out for some more other divorces, right? No, I get called up first. So the whole audience saw mine. Boom. You had the biggest <laughs> crowd. Well, look at that way. You got the biggest crowd. Uh, he's not there. He's not there yet. But like, you don't tell the judge, like, sorry, we can't. You know, the judge just like doesn't care. You know, he's not contesting in any way. Like we're moving along. Dude's not here. Like, but you know, he's coming. He said he was coming though. Okay. Like I can never believe anything he says though. I'm, honestly, thank God I'm hearing those words from your mouth. <laughs> okay. And like, who knows how far he is? You know what I mean? When he says he's coming, like he could have been still in fucking Queens for all I know. You know, like, and this wasn't gonna take that long. Mm-hmm. So I'm not counting on anything. I'm just moving along here. So the judge is going through it. He's reading everything. A lot of like expressions, you know. <laughs> no, con- no, con- no contest to this. <laughs> no, and he was just like, you know, about the whole like soul custody and everything. He was like, um, you know, he doesn't want any custody. How do you think he would feel about that? Because at that point, he wasn't there yet. Um. And I was like, actually, he told me that that's what he wants. He told me he does not want to have any custody. And that's true. He told you that? Yeah. Ugh. And the judge was like, okay, well, if that's what he wants, then no problem with me. Like, next paper. <laughs> and that was like, it. he's like checking off everything, like everything that I want to going along, you know? 
Then he comes in. Oh, fucker. Okay. Um, he's like, stop the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in, you know, it's kind of a commotion, you know, he's like, cause he's trying to, you know, the cops got to like, hold up. Who's this guy type of thing. And it's like, oh, embarrassment. And then <laughs> now I'm picturing not only your lawyer, but the entire crowd with popcorn, just watching <laughs> you guys like Michael Jackson and Thriller. No, no, no. My lawyer was having popcorn. My lawyer was ready to like. She's like, oh, there's the balls. Let's do it. This is the first time the lawyer is seeing him too after like months, like maybe like 10 months of hearing about the dude. Like, And she was like, dream weaver. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Something else. So <clears throat> judge continues going along with everything. Like, and there's a lot of things broken. It really gets down to the nitty gritty because when you're married, it's a lot of shit. Like mm-hmm. we're going nitty gritty about everything. It's like, you know... Who's going to get that kitchen set? <laughs> really? Down to that? We didn't like, get down like that. I'm but joking. But the dog? Was the dog in there? The dog was mentioned in the, the paper that I'm keeping the dog, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to mention debts. Uh, he can keep the debts, Your Honor. We, I had it divided up like that he was pretty much taking on all the debt, actually. Good for you. Um... That's another problem, though, but it's because it's still in both of our names. Mm-hmm. But per the like the final divorce document, it says he's responsible for all of it and like everything like that. Uh, but it, yeah, it just it just gets like who's going to you know, who's going to claim them on taxes each year, like things like that. You really it's like a large document that's covering like a lot of stuff, yeah, like you know, life things about the house, things about the cars, things about insurances you know, like any like jewelry possessions, like. And this is why lawyers make money because I would not have the patience to fucking write that whole book of your life. You made this mistake. You deal with it. See you later. I'm not worried. <laughs> you think I would think of, think of these things? I she was she didn't think of the dog though. I was the one who was like, "You better put that dog in there." <laughs> Good for what you. if he tries to take my dog? Fuck yeah! And by the way, um, so that those of you at home know, this dog loves me. And is coming home with me. Dog does love you more than he loves me. That's right. Hard thing to say. Proud he of loves you. you more than he loves me. Proud of you. Right, Bax? It's my boy. So you, even down to the dog, you saved the day, told the lawyer, super lawyer, that that was a necessity. And yeah. It's down so to that minutia. All- What's the most minutia thing that you think is in that that document? Like when you were going through it that you were like, really? We have to talk about this? Um, Maybe some... Maybe like how they mention things in the house, like furniture and stuff like that. Yeah, like a couch and a table and shit like that. Yes, but we we just made it brief. Like, you know, we would just decide between us type of thing. We actually didn't get down to it because I didn't want to. Because I felt like he's not, I doubt he's going to like be coming after me over furniture. He's not that. Mm-hmm. And if like he wanted some of it, like I would throw him a few things. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could do the give him like face. the, he can have a couch. Give him like the 20 inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> we have some extra toilet paper in the garage. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. So a lot of stuff, a lot of serious stuff too, too, because we are, a lot of it is, it, it's not that easy because we are in a lot of debt. Because of him, he's it's a big problem in our marriage. Just his like in, in, insane maxing cards, insane out. spending the house because it's all of this is in, all of the stuff is in both of our names, right? So all the stuff is being covered in there because since he's no longer working, 
everything was basically not being paid for anymore. And uh, so all that had to be covered in this. So it really got down to it. And child support amount, alimony, everything like that mm. was in there. So he's not, really nothing he could say. Like the lawyer, like the judge might be like, ask if he, but he really doesn't care. And like when he did ask to talk, the judge was kind of like, well, pff, you had plenty of time to speak up before now. Like, because he, you know, got served in March. He had all this time before then to come up with something to like rebut this. And he's you like, wait. yo, Laura didn't have her paperwork either. There was a three week delay. <laughs> so step off. <laughs> no, but he chose not to contest it. Like he doesn't have his own, like you're supposed to have a file, a document that's like, you know, stating your, your side of it or just agreeing with it. Right. Like, one or the other. Um, so he did chime in and say something like he just, he wanted to have say in anything having to do with like schooling or something weird like that. And the judge was like, well, you didn't speak up before and you don't have custody. So like the judge was just so like not hearing it. Like you want to, I mean, you got a problem with it. You got to take her back to court. Then I don't know what to tell you type of, and then that was like pretty much it. And then you hear the gavel. And then I think so. And then you got to wait around for a while. And then. Did you at least watch some others? Other divorces? No. Because if you got to wait around. I didn't want to. I guess not. I felt weird that people were watching mine. But since they had watched yours, wouldn't you be like, now I'm going to watch yours? No. Because it's sad. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I went out in the hallway. Really? Yeah. I would watch it. <laughs> but it's sad but I would watch it I was just like oh I'm gonna get out of there oh that's like how I and was he just sitting with you out in the hallway well we spoke out in the hallway um he asked me to like get something to eat after that type of and I was like I had plans though you free after this <laughs> no actually. you free after this divorce free after the divorce I mean some people have really healthy divorces like this but I wasn't there, and I did have plans. Mm -hmm. I had plans, you know. I was having a little divorce celebration going on, just with a few friends, nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it was a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> what better day? So, um, yeah, and then that's it. And then I feel like uh, I didn't. I, I think maybe the next couple of weeks I saw him here and there. And then it was kind of, you know, I just kind of stopped hearing from him. And still nothing from his family either? No. Wow. Nothing from the family. Um, didn't, uh, didn't hear from him, I think, both of the kids' birthdays. One was in July, one was in September. This was just like the random occurrence of like hearing birthdays? from him. their birthdays? Yeah. I heard from him like two weeks later, both times. And you reached out to them before their birthdays? Like, hey, it's their birthdays? Or no? Probably not. I, he's an adult. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> totally. I'm not saying you should have. I'm, I'm just saying you've been so nice up until this point that I would assume that kind of moronic behavior from you. No. Because you're so damn nice. You sucker. But good for you. Not calling him. Fuck that. He is a, he's an adult. You're completely right. He could... No. I want nothing to do with him. I don't want to... I don't want to... You know... 
I don't want to talk to him at all, really, but I know I have, I should, because think, like, we're still, like, amicable at this point, where we're, like, being, like, okay with each other. I think it was, like, maybe, like, a week after the divorce or something. I feel like he still was trying to, like... Kick it? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, your neck is moving side to side, because we're not on TV here. We're on fucking audio. But you're like, yeah, ka-chow, ka-chow. Yeah, he was trying to kick it to you? Yeah, it was, like, maybe, like, a week later or something. A week later? Yeah. Post-divorce nookie. He's looking for outrageous. I know. I denied it. Uh huh. Because I told him I'd already been. I've been seeing somebody, which was true at that point. It was not a lie. Okay. I was seeing somebody, but like it was like way in the beginning, like a couple, like a week or two. Right. right, right. <laughs> but I just like you know I just I, met someone. This isn't good. I had I had the excuse to use like well, fired. I was like I'm seeing somebody. You're like, like I just swiped right five minutes ago. <laughs> Is that it? Swiping right? Is that a thing? Swipe left. Right is yes. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I swiped right. No, it was Back more off. than that, okay? <laughs> and he was just like appalled. You know, like, I can't, I can't believe you're moving on so you easily. sullied the waters of this marriage. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh, appalled so at this I point. I was like, this bed <laughs> type of... <laughs> oh, fucking guy. <laughs> So I'm is like, he like the walking fuck around? Do you care? I'm like, oh, it was so easy. It was so easy for me. So easy for me to move on. Even fucking other women this entire marriage. So easy. Get the fuck out of my face, you wacko. Good for you. Christ's sake. Be like, uh, how's Guantanamo Bay? <laughs> you fucking idiot. That's fucking ballsy. Oh God, it's always him playing the victim card. <laughs> yeah, be like, uh, we have eight articles that show that you are not the victim. <laughs> It's. It should be just be titled "How to Divorce Your Narcissist." Damn, you should write a book on that. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd hey, read it. They're probably. It's probably a widely sought after topic. Actually, how to divorce a narcissist? There's a lot of narcissists out there. Yes. Indeed. So anyway, uh, yeah. So then throughout the, then it's you know then it's fall really. I hardly see much. He comes very infrequently at this point now. Mm-hmm. Hardly hear from him. Uh, still not working. Not getting any. So since the di- since the date the divorce was final, which was in August, you know, he's supposed to be paying child support and alimony, actually. Um, like from that date on. Mm-hmm. Forever. But, you know, for the next, you know, 18, 18 year, whatever the hell. Her kid. Um, and the alimony is only for like three years or something. But the, the child support is for the next, you know, long time. I'm not getting anything because he's not working and it's being pulled. Child support gets pulled automatically from like whatever paycheck he gets, you know, like so a legal like paycheck with a social like security that? number one automatically gets pulled. So I don't have to rely on him to give me the money. It automatically gets pulled and direct deposited into my account. Thank God for that. So he's not working though, because I'm not getting any money. So this is pretty much like all fall and I'm really not hearing from him at all. Um, don't hear from him on holidays. I mean, for the kid's sake, not me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't fucking need Happy Thanksgiving from him. No, last one was a fucking doozy. <laughs> gobble, gobble. And, you know, and then whenever he does come and visit, it's just like, it's weird. He is like not really like present. I can't, it's just like not really present with like the kids. Mm-hmm. Like you come here to see them. Just hang out with them, play with them, talk to them, hang out with them. Like you're here to see them. 
It's just like he's like in another, off in another. Wants to come talk to you in chat. He wants to come talk to me. Yeah, no. It's funny that he didn't get supervised visitation. Because There's really no too. reason that they would have granted him that. There's nothing like violent or anything to. Well, I mean, him being like prior service and having some kind of episode. I would think that the government, you know, I don't give the government. Well, the fact that they credit. deemed him like normal and okay right, to come exactly. back to work means he apparently he's okay. <laughs> so it's my word against the government, I guess. I also so. wonder about people who can like get by without working for so long and still like function. I don't understand. I don't that. understand it. I mean, so I know he's been like doing some waitering. So mm-hmm. I, cause I was getting like drops, literally drops compared to what he's supposed to be giving me like mm-hmm. 40 bucks, 50 bucks. Like when it's supposed to be like 300 a week or something like that. Like I like occasionally get like $50, like once a month. And you're like, what's this? <laughs> oh. Yeah, you've won a beauty contest. <laughs> <laughs> the bank made an error in your favor. Like, this is how it's going, like, all of, like, the fall and winter. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, it's just, like, strange. We don't have much contact. It's kind of, you know, it's just always just something weird. It's always just something weird with him whenever I, whenever I see him and then... Like I didn't even hear from yeah, didn't even hear him on Christmas. I mean, not even Christmas for the kids. No, didn't bring him toys or nothing. Nothing. Ouch. Didn't hear from him New Year's. Didn't hear from him. Didn't hear from him until now. Now we're in in 2018. Mm-hmm. We're caught up. <laughs> we're pretty much caught up. He, I really, I feel like I probably started hearing from him again. January, February type of thing here and there. Um, I think come February, he was he kind of was being like very inquisitive about my life, talking to me like in a, no, I, let me actually, let me backtrack real fast though, because mm-hmm. I forgot. During the fall though, when I was hardly seeing him ever, I was actually, he was calling me like randomly and saying, I, I left all this out actually, saying like horrible things to me, horrible things to me, horrible, like hated me hated me this was all my fault all this was my fault type of stuff you have no idea this is like a huge part of it um i had to like constantly i would i would like block him actually from contacting me you know like i i ruined his life and i stopped him from doing all of his dreams like um uh, blaming me for everything just a lot of so it was like a lot of like hatred towards me like in what like after we got divorced for like months mm-hmm. whenever i did talk to him it wasn't good and he wasn't really coming to see the kids and like i said he didn't come for the holidays and all that right. so then beginning of this so then after the holidays and after the beginning of this year maybe like february he starts contacting me very like nice concerned about my life my well-doing inquisitive about stuff um being weird being weird, like inquisitive, like seeing, are you dating anybody type of like questions and things like that. And saying he wants to start seeing the kids more often and everything. Um, He's like, do you mind going in the shower and talking to me from the shower? <laughs> so this was like February, I guess. I get, now I think it's like March. Yeah, now March, this past March. He comes, says, 
because be like, I really want to start seeing the kids more, blah, blah, blah. And like, I am for him seeing the kids and not, I don't want to keep the, him from him, mm-hmm. but it's just, I want him to be like normal, you know? Right. That's all. <laughs> I want him to be normal around him. How dare you? So he suggested he comes like once a weekend to start seeing the kids. And I was like, well, you know, we'll see, you know, come. Let's crawl before we walk, before we run. Let's come, you know, once and we'll see how it goes type of thing. You know, maybe every other week we'll start there. (laughs) Because I'm already used to living my life without this guy. And when he comes here, it's no picnic. Like it's kind of like really emotionally draining. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't just come here and play with the kids. We end up getting into these conversations that I don't want to have. I don't want to rehash anything. Mm-hmm. No need. Just go. like you come here to play with them. I'm going to go do laundry or something. Like pretend I don't exist. Yeah, as he has been. Yeah. But when he comes here, not the case. He's all up in your goodies. So last time he came here, he was... Oh, he was serious. Wants to get back together. We have to get back together. We have to do this for the kids. It's the right thing to do. He really thought I'd be more forgiving. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good. Um, this is going on and on and on for like hours. This is recently. This is just mm-hmm. March. <laughs> on and on and on for hours about how we need to get back together and everything. And also his behavior while he was here was just odd. Again, it's like he's like not even here in another world, not even paying attention to the kids, only talking to me, reaction on the past. Um, and then just and then just not respecting my boundaries, I feel like, about anything like while he's here. Mm-hmm. He he says, oh, I, can I do my laundry about my laundry type of thing? So. Cause he like, you know, in the city, like you don't have laundry. Usually it's a kind of a bitch to wash your clothes and fine. So I'm nice. I let him do his laundry when he comes sometimes, if he brings it, whatever. So he comes and brings us this huge fucking <laughs> like, bag of shit. Huge, like huge, you know, six feet tall. In fact, it does this all this laundry. Right? So he's like, so then he's like, it's like an excuse that he's here. Got to do all this laundry now. It's like, oh, I got to, you know, wait till it dries type thing. And it's just like, oh, fuck. I thought you were leaving. So he ends up being here like. All night hanging out. And he's like, you know, put the kids to bed and we could watch, you know, like, you know, trying to to like Netflix and chill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm not trying to make it this kind of night. Right. And I'm like, you need to like go as soon as like the clothes are done drying. Like, let's wrap it up. He brings those clothes out. So the car comes back in the house like another fucking bag (laughs) to watch. And then he starts fucking drinking anything I have in the house. Beers, wine, like whatever I had. I'm even, I'm like noticing, I'm like watching this happen. It's like, I feel like he's like drinking faster than I ever seen anybody drink in my life. Like I saw him down a beer. I feel like it was, if I could count, maybe it was like 30 seconds. He was like, I was like, what's happening like right now? That's. That looks like an alcoholic style. It just, just happened. I haven't been around him in a long time. Right. And it was like late at this point. His laundry's going to, I think I just ended up passing out on the couch. And then I wake up in the middle of the night to see him like going through bags of stuff that I had for him in the garage. That was like his stuff told him to take, but he just told him to take it. Mm-hmm. But he's ends up, he's got it out Taking like the living room like- floor here. 
And he's like sorting through it. It's like the middle of the night. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I just, I go up to bed where the little one's sleeping in too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, like, and I think I even like locked the door too. I was like, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> and I told him to get out of here. Like when his la damn laundry <laughs> was done. And I'm just like out of it anyway. I'm tired. I wait, and I had a headache that day. I was just like off, and it was so emotionally draining from him, like trying to beg me to get back together for hours. That I was just so. Yeah, and you got kids fried. So I wake up in the morning though to you know my older one usually wakes up like crack of dawn, mm -hmm. comes downstairs to see him passed out on the living room floor with red wine spilled. Oh all over God. the floor next to his body and he's like in like position that like it looks like when Dead you get like body. shot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man and my oldest one sees him like that Terrible. and he's not even used to him ever being here like he shouldn't have stayed over right as you know he as far as he can he's concerned he's away at work he doesn't know he's only five so i didn't tell him you know because mine can't comprehend divorce yet. So he just, because he's used to it. He's used to him being in the military anyway, being away. Right. So we've just kept that going. And I've asked actually pediatricians, psychologists, like I've asked actually several professionals about this. And they told me, just keep that story for now. Wait till he's a little bit, because lucky for you, you can use that mm -hmm. excuse. But I, I mean, I do have to, I've been trying to like clue him in though, now that he's like about to be six and mm -hmm. you know, but anyway, um, so he sees them like that. So I just, I wake up in the morning, the next morning, upset, upset that like, this is how he found him. This is how the night went. He, I, he was just coming to visit the kids and this is what it turned into him getting like wasted, harassing me, harassing me for hours. And then the older one seeing him like that in the morning, I was just like so pissed, but I actually felt bad again. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I said to him, I was like, you clearly seem not to have your fucking shit together. Mm -hmm. You need to get your fucking life in order. You need to see, looks like you have a drinking problem. Just guessing. And often, I'm, oh, and I'm like, oh, often sometimes you send me a lot of random texts in the middle of the night. So I'm assuming you're drunk mm. when you're sending those because a lot of they don't make sense. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you need to get a fucking job. And you got a fucking drinking problem and you got to like get your fucking life together. Like be a man. Like I give him this type of talk in yeah. the morning and like send him off on his way. He starts texting me later on in the day. This was in the morning. It was a Sunday morning. He starts texting me out later on the day that we should go on a family vacation together. <laughs> Are you going back to South America? <laughs> we should go on a family vacation together and that, and if he's not the guy for me, by the time this trip is over, he'll accept it <laughs> and and move on and that's it, you know. But let's just go on this family vacation. He knows I can use a vacation. Yeah, fuck yeah, I could use a vacation. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not going on a vacation with you though. I get it that sometimes divorced families do that, and that's cool, and I get that. But we're not like I don't feel like we're there yet. Right. <laughs> it's been a theme. I don't think we're there yet. Maybe one day down the road. Maybe we birthday. would do something like that. And I was like, but not now, not happening. And who's got the money for that anyway? You owe me like 15 grand in child support. We're like, hi, where are we getting money for a vacation? I'm curious. <laughs> He's just like, don't worry about that. Like, we're just going on vacation and everything. 
he's texting me like this all day. I'm like losing it. I'm like, don't you dare. Like, I'm not going on to get it through your head. And that money could go somewhere else. I'm, yeah. I'm like, if you got that kind of money, give it to me. Sure enough, a few hours later, I get a text, American Airlines. Your flight has been confirmed. Oh, my God. He booked you a flight? I'm like, what in the fuck? To where? I don't, I'm just confused at this point. All I see is American Airlines. Your flight has been confirmed. Here's the confirmation number. I'm like, what the fuck? Then I'm getting emails of like rush passports. Oh, no. For the kids. And I see the receipt. Like it costs like $750 to get these rush passports done. I'm like, where in the fuck does he even think we're going anyways? Jesus. Like I would have thought it would have been like Disney World for the weekend. <laughs> this family vacation. Like where the fuck does he think we're going? Switzerland. <laughs> Am I right? So I'm freaking out and uh, I, yeah. So then I talked to him and he tells me that he booked a like 10 or 12 day trip to Madrid. Oh, man. And we're going as a family and we leave next week. You'd have gone if it was Switzerland. <laughs> Be honest. And that we leave next week, by the way. To Madrid. How is he? And, and you're, I'm sure this whole time you're like, what about the money? What about the money? You could be giving this money to your kids. How does he respond to that? He doesn't even, he doesn't answer any of these things. Just fucking keeps Just going? Doesn't answer any of these things. That's crazy. This is a scenario, and I'm like, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna throw up. Like I get, like I can't believe that he's in. I was so livid, so livid. Just like the boundaries that he just crosses and just doesn't care. I said no to him about fifty times that day that I will not go on any vacation with him, and he just books it anyway. This is the end of March at, at this point. You're saying this is just this pet last, um, March. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know when I'm gonna put these shows out, but. Right now, it's May. Yes. End of May. So it was two months ago. Two months ago. Yes. Okay. So it was the end of March, and the <clears throat> and the the flight was for like April fifth or something. And I'm like, oh, you know, like my old the oldest one has school. You know, I don't know if you ah. remember. There's this school thing. <laughs> and I'm like, and you know, I do work, and my boss is kind of nuts about me ever taking a day off. How do you think about two weeks starting next week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just, and he's like, ah, quit your job. That's what he says to me. What is this guy's deal? How does he get around? All week long, all week long, he is every day, every day trying to convince me to go on this trip. Every day. Doesn't stop. It's not until like maybe Friday night. This was happening from Sunday. Right. Until, and this is all week at work too. I'm at work dealing with these text messages. type, And I'm, I'm like blocking him half the time. He's emailing me. It's just like constant harassment about I'm going on this family vacation. Not until maybe like Friday night. He's finally like, well, fine. If you don't want to go. <laughs> Last chance, Laura. <laughs> and then he goes. And then April 5th comes around and he goes to fucking Madrid. Get the fuck out of here. This guy's gone to South America and Madrid while he's he fucking put you through twice, all this shit. Actually, I just missed one you of the You omitted times. one of the times? Because it was irrelevant. But one of the, in that second time, did he call you from a payphone with a mariachi band playing no, in the background? No, I actually didn't know about that he even went until after the fact. That's why it's irrelevant. Oh, okay. Um, so he goes to Madrid. Goes to Madrid. How does he afford all this shit? Contacts me from there... 
maybe like a week later saying like, you should come. Oh, still talking to me. Calls like, you from a payphone next to a bullfight. <laughs> he was calling me from his goddamn cell phone. What do you what? think? How does he afford a phone? Calls me from the cell phones. Still talking to me like, hey, sweetie. And I'm just like, don't call me sweetie. Like, what is going on here? What are you not getting here? Just. And then saying like, you know, you, you, you could still use the vouchers and like, come meet me over here type of thing. And I'm like not happening so this is since the beginning of april um oh and then while he's gone maybe like a week or two into it all of a sudden one day i look at my bank account and i have like four grand in there and i was like oh shit like four grand extra i'm like where the fuck that come from like i'm like totally confused it was from the child support and i'm like how is that even possible I'm like totally he's not working he's there then i'm like did he ever even get there though was he like arrested or was he arrested on the way back because he was only supposed to be gone like 10 days or two weeks or whatever. Why did you straight go to arrest it? Huh? <laughs> what made you think arrested? Oh, because when you're back, when you owe child support money, like a warrant goes out for your arrest. Oh. Not in all cases, right. but it's possible. Um, So I'm confused how that money even, and they, and they set the bail amount as like, like that's like basically child support money. Whenever money you get for that, like bail that they set it at, they actually give that oh, to the- bail that you don't get back. They give it to the, per, yeah, they give yeah, it to the- To the spouse. Yeah. So that's what I was like, is that where it came from? Because there's no like explanation. This is clearly something you read in a pamphlet. (laughs) That you know these things. God. And um, so I never, and I never even mentioned it to him. I don't contact him or anything. And uh, then he contacts me and tells me that I got, that I should have gotten this money. And that was his federal tax refund. But they gave it to me because he's back paid on child support. So they automatically just didn't give it to him. So it was kind of, I guess he wasn't expecting that, that it was just like diverted. Like, like how am I going to pay for this trip? Now? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think he got totally fucked yeah. because that was like that trip money. And then karma, was, baby, like, checking his bank account every day over there. And, like, He's like, oh, don't oh. you worry, baby. I got this covered. <laughs> Did my taxes. They were like, whoop, diverted to my account. So then, so then he told me I was, just, I don't even know how I got a tax refund considering he didn't work last year. I don't even know how that's possible. But anyways, went to me and he is still fucking over there. And now we're at the end of May. As far as I know, he's still there. Oh man. But like weird shit was going on before he left. Like, so we were still on like the same car insurance, even though I told him to remove me since September. And he's a, the worst driver on earth, you know, because he, he lives You also like, bought him a Batman car. He also lives like, you know, the rules of society don't apply to him, you know, running red lights and shit like that. Like, look, there's a fucking ticket right here. Hello. Nice. I mean, it never ends. And it's always like runs a red light or something. I'm like, I, I mean, if, if you saw how often these things come. <laughs> Like, I don't care. I throw it in the garbage. Let them... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so right before he's like leaves, he tells me like, yeah, so the insurance company is going to be calling you. They're going to want a statement uh, about about some car accidents that I reported. I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck are you talking about? What are the statements? I wasn't involved in any car accidents. He's like, yeah, you know, I reported some things. And they're probably going to want a statement. So, you know, if they contact you because your name's, I'm like, why the fuck's my name still on? You motherfucker, like type of thing. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Why would you tell anybody to call me? 
He's like, no, play it cool. It's cool. <laughs> Just, you know. So sure enough, I get a call while he's gone. I pick up the phone or I, no, I got a voicemail actually because I don't usually pick up random numbers, but I listened to the guy's voicemail saying he was calling me from the insurance company and that he wanted a statement that he was very confused about all these things here and he just wanted so i was like i gotta clear this up like at least people gotta know i got nothing to do with this. yeah before you get fucking hauled in for insurance fraud so i call the guy and i tell him and i was like listen we've been divorced since august i told him to remove me off the policy since then i don't know why he didn't i was like i know nothing about any of these alleged car accidents i don't know dates nothing i wasn't there i'm not involved in any way and he's like, yeah, that is weird, though, because there are no, you know, police reports. And, um, you know, one of them is even dating back to, like, May of 2017. He only reported it now. And he was just, like, saying, like, a lot of weird things about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to, like, I really don't know anything about it. And he's like, yeah, well, I am calling from the fraud department, actually. <laughs> he tells me that, like, after the yeah, fact, after which is fine. And, I, and I, he was like, but what you need to do. It's called like this number and tell them everything you told me <laughs> and get off this insurance policy. Yeah. He's like, you need to get off. And he's like, you need to tell them everything you told me. And he's like, um, you know, saying that this was all weird. and He was just trying to figure it out. And it's funny because he is calling from the fraud department because this all, I guess, did sound weird to them. Yeah. And what's funny about those because he was contacting me from Spain and asking me if some check he kept asking me if some check came in the mail. And then I was like going off on him. I was like, nothing should be fucking coming here for you. Like, get it through your goddamn Such tickets. <laughs> get it through your goddamn head and change your fucking address everywhere. Your license, your car, all your mail, everything. I don't want to see your name. Like, enough with this. Change it all. I can't deal. It's been over a year. Yeah. Stop. Shit. But then I'm like, this guy is probably like conning the insurance to get this money to fix his car. Like, is he really going to fix the car? You know how much money like they would get. Like my, yeah. I just got in a car accident recently, and my the damages cost fifteen grand. Imagine if they just gave me the check for fifteen grand instead of the auto body shop. No, and here we are. And That's really pretty much present. Yeah, present day. I mean, he has contacted me since here and there throughout the last couple weeks. I haven't heard from him in a few weeks just because I didn't like what he was saying the last time he said to me, just some nonsense. And I, I, I don't feel like dealing. Yeah. I don't believe a word out of his mouth anyway. And I don't feel like dealing. And So your tale of divorce has been kind of fucking all. I don't think, I think yours is an extraordinary tale. Mm. I hope at least. I hope not all divorces. This. No, I just want something this normal. all over the place. But you're just like, fucking hey, The fact that you're keeping... Keep but I don't want things to be on... like this. I want things just to be like normal. I want him to be, you know, living his own life in his own house with his own job and having his own life and like still being in. I didn't want things to end up like this. Yeah. So you want the future to possibly have that. I don't think it ever relationship. With... It, I don't think it ever will. I don't ever see it happening. But it's you'd sad. Like it? Huh? But would you like that? That's what I had hoped it would be. But I don't think it will ever be that. Right. Like, I don't see the possibility of it. And it would be nice if it was a normal situation like that because people do get divorced and have a normal, healthy relationship with right. parents still, but it's not, I don't see it happening, so. Well, thank you for sharing that story now that we're caught up and I hope that you get some normalcy. Is that a word? 
in the yeah, it is in the room. It's I don't um, know if I could, and I say this all the time, which makes I don't think I could. It's weird because I I live in this state of anxiety because it's like something's always popping up with him. Yeah, it's always something weird, something weird that just like causes me stress like mm. this. Like these random occurrences, like the other day, for instance, literally like four days ago, I got a letter in the mail saying, like, I found out that he applied for a student loan in my name. Like, I should probably go to the police about that. But it's it's a constant, like I'm living in the state of like constant anxiety or like he might call me or like text me. It's like, I just, it's like always, it's, nothing's consistent with him. Like, I have no idea anything. I, I hate that. Yeah. That's what I mean. Normal say would be great. Yeah. Well, you can only hope. You never know. Yeah. You never know. But so I just now, try to keep the distance. Yeah, keep the distance and, and play play by your rules. Keep it to your game. Keep on uh, being brave and tough. <laughs> All right. Well, it's definitely been like an hour, a little over an hour. Um. But I can't believe, you know, this has been quite the tale. And it's it's I'm glad, you know, I know that sometimes we've gone to tape this and it's not what you want to talk about. So I really appreciate you talking about it. And uh and good luck. Thank you. And, uh thanks for this. Maybe uh another topic we could talk about at some other point would be that uh I just want to put it out there for the world to know before we end this, just in case we don't get that kind of episode. But Laura also knows a lot about Tupac. <laughs> And I want her to talk about Tupac. So, and I think it'd be funny to talk about something that, uh, that isn't, you know, as much as it's funny to talk with you, that this is a sad tale and I'm, I'm sorry you're going through this. But you, you know, we laughed our way through it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. And we'll, and you'll continue to laugh your way through it. I've known you for a long time. I think you've, you've got that kind of character. People are telling me to write a screenplay. Yeah. I would read it. I would read it. I think you're I'm a great a character. Writer. And, uh, and I look forward to hearing some positive news because I'm sure it's down the road. And uh, thanks again. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, you know, see you next time.